Okay, Parsha's Lech Lecha. It's exciting Parsha. We are introduced to Avram Avinu. And Mirza Hashem, one day, on a Monday or Thursday, we'll have Tchias HaMesim. Avram Avinu will walk into the base Medrash one day. I'm sure he's going to choose to daven in the Kail in Pico. There's no doubt in my mind. What's the question? And you're going to call him up. Avram Avinu walks in, you want to call him up to give him an aliyah. How are you going to call him up to, to aliyah? Yamoid, Rabbeinu, Avram, Ben, Terach? I don't think so. This is the beginning of, of this week's parsha When we're introduced to Avram Avinu, and we ended last week's parsha Vayomos Terach B'Choron Terach died in Choron it's not just, a, not just a, a piece of of trivia information it's a piece of information that ends the one era and starts a new era now this goes very very deep into the history and to the future of the of the world the Gemara Navayda says that the world is going to last for 6,000 years. 2,000 years are called 2,000 years of toihu, of sort of nothingness, in comparison to what the, what the years, the coming years are. 2,000 years. The next 2,000 years of, of, is called 2,000 years of Torah. And the last 2,000 years of, is years of Yemois HaMashiach. And the Gemara Vayuzar asks the question, when did the 2,000 years of Torah begin? It's a valid question. It's a good question. So you would think, the Gemara says, that it would start from Matan Torah. We said, it doesn't make sense. We all know that, that Matan Torah was in the year 2448 of creation. It says 448 years. You can't hide under the... That's a big carpet to hide under 448 years. So what happened at the year 2000? Says the Gemara, this week's Parsha happened. When the Torah begins in this week's Parsha. And Avram was given the first of the, his ten Nisyonas, his first mitzvah. Lech Lecha. And the Parsha continues a few psukim later that when he picked himself up, he took his wife and he took his nephew and all of his possessions. And the souls that he made in Choron. Says the Gemara, that's the beginning of the 2,000 years of Torah. And what happened? Choron, the Parsha ended off last week by Yomos Terach B'Choron. Finish toyu vavoyu. He took what he what he created in Choron. He took all the good stuff from Choron and he left. That's the beginning of a new era in the world called the 2000 years of Torah. And now we're describing without giving much of an introduction of who Avram was, as opposed to when we started last week's parasha, right? Eilu told us Noyach, who was Noyach? Noyach is Tzadik, Tomim Oye B'doy We give a whole introduction. 
like when you know getting up someone to speak, I said, let me explain to who the speaker is. He he wrote this book and he's a speaker and he's a teacher and he's a you know uh, whatever else. I remember th- there was once a, a woman who didn't think of herself so uh, so significant that she was going to get up to speak for a group of women, and 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 uh, so when she got up, I, I guess the the introduction wasn't as so exciting. She says. And part of my activities is I, I take care of a, a home for unwanted children. So after the speech, people came over and says, really, it's, it's amazing. I, I want to know more about it. Maybe I can contribute. Maybe I can help out. Or something says, what do you mean? I have nine children. No one else wants to take care of them. So this is the, I take care of a home for unwanted children. You know, sometimes we can look at something insignificant and we can make it into something significant. And it's just the way you market it. You package it, right? <laughs> it's, uh, taking care of children is very significant. It's not, <laughs> there's no one else who can do it. No one else wants to do it. So here, Avram Avinu, we're not told. Avram was a tzaddik. He was someone who broke all the... all the. His father was an idolater. He, he ran the Ikea of I, idolatry, and he was an a importer and, and, a, and a person who... Who created uh, idols? We don't give the whole. We don't say anything. In the Haggadah, we mention Terach Avi Avram. That's the only mention that we we have. But here we are starting the genesis, the beginning of Avram Avinu, which is really the genesis of Klal Yisrael, the first of the Ovois. Ain't Karin the Ovois Gimel. There are only three. Always, and the every day when we stand up to Daven Shmonesra, we have the first bracha called the bracha of Avos, right? And we say Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. It's as if it was a it was a unique and special God of Avram and a God of Yitzchak with the same God, right? But as it was introduced, as it was formulated through the actions and the thoughts and the and the activities of the Ovois, they created the godly presence and and Metzius of Hakosh Baruch in the world. That's the Brach of Ovois. Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, and. The beginning of this week's parsha, where when it says "lech go leave your land, leave your from your birthplace, from your father's home." These are the three foundations. You know, Gimel These are the three foundations of every person, where they live, where they were, where they, the place that they were born, and their home. Their family. And Avram Avinu was meant to uproot himself, to have a new beginning, a total break from his past. Even though the last week's parsha, we're told that Vaikach Terach es Avram, Terach took Avram, his son, and he went, he wanted to go to Eretz Canaan, and the Sipurna over there says something fantastic. That he wanted to go to Eretz Canaan because it was known in the world that Eretz Canaan was a 
spiritual, intellectual, sensitive place. Because it was known that it was not destroyed from the mabel. Eretz was not destroyed, so the atmosphere was was conducive for intellectual pursuits. And Terach had the inspiration, and he took Avram Avinu. Like, who was Makarov, you want to say? I used to say, who was Makarov Avram Avinu? It seems Terach was. But nothing could be further from the truth. As the Torah itself is giving testimony by Yomas Terach Bechoram. Terach made it as far as Choron, and then he died. All that inspiration, all the desire to go to Eretz Canaan, which was perhaps noble for his generation, but it all died. It was not the beginning that we're now introducing Avram Avinu. That's clearly what the Torah is telling us here. And Akash Baruch Hu, who speaks to Avram Avinu, tells Vayoyimah Hashem El Avram, Leave, leave your past. And it was just the the Mephorshim make a diuk that it says, Vayoymer Hashem el Avram. And Hashem spoke to Avram, which is no small, nothing to sneeze at, no small matter. Hashem speaks to you. But it wasn't a vision. The first time we're going to see was Vayera Hashem el Avram, when he appeared to Avram Avinu. That's clearly different. One like they have a phone call or a FaceTime, you know. <laughs> it's like having a face-to-face meeting. Remember those things? Not Zoom, not FaceTime, not anything else. A face-to-face sitting across from somewhere, eyeball to eyeball. That's Vayera Hashem El Avram. When Hashem gave a vision to Avram Avinu, that's a different level of communication, a different level of prophecy that only happened in Eretz Yisrael. So it seems clear here that the connection between Avram Avinu in who Avram Avinu was becoming has directly to do with Eretz Yisrael. Terach smelled a little bit, you know, what he read in the newspaper that Eretz Yisrael was not affected by the Mabel. That's one thing. And he wanted to go there because obviously it would have uh, intellectual and maybe spiritual, what he called spiritual powers, but it's not what Avram Avinu was being sent by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Eretz Yisrael. There is going to be the genesis. There's going to be the beginning of what? Alpayim Torah. Take with you what you have, what you created. He did a lot of Kiruv in Vesanevashar, also Bechoram, outside of Eretz Yisrael. Take that into Eretz Yisrael. And you're going to see it's a whole totally different. You're going to see what you accomplished outside of Eretz Yisrael and what you're going to accomplish in Eretz Yisrael is you can't compare the two. We're beginning the years of Torah, the 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 vision and the instruction of what Torah is all about and will be all about, culminating, of course, in the Matan Torah. And the pasuk is I'm going to make you into a great nation there in Eretz Yisrael. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. And you will be the source of blessing. Means that whoever you bless now, and whoever you bless will be blessed. And whoever you curse will be cursed. 
You will be the generator of blessing in the world. Says Rashi, famous Rashi, So first he says the simple thing because traveling takes away a person's you know, blessings, his, his, um, his uh, being settled in many, all these three ways. So he gave him a bracha in all these three ways. Then he says, Vagad make your name great. I'm going to add a letter to your name. Fine. Says Rashi, in the next Rashi, from the Gemara and Psachim, this is what we say in the Shemonesre. We say it three times a day. The Avraham, it's referring to this words in the Pasuk, I'll make you into a great nation. That's what we say, Elokei Avraham. And I will bless you on a higher level, another level. This is what it means in the God of Yitzchak. And I will make your name great. This is what is, this is what we say every day, three times a day. What are we saying every day? We're saying parshas lech lecha. Hmm. How is that making him great by talking about his children? Because uh, he he uh, brought to the world mm-hmm. progeny, mm-hmm. A, a can continuation of his life's goals and missions and the purpose of Lech Lecha, get up and move, get up and connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're going to see through Eretz Yisrael. This is what, this is what we see clearly in this, in this psukim, that when we say, get up in Shemon and we say it with the most, with the highest amount of, of intent, Birchus Ovais, if you don't have intent, you have to go back to the beginning. The only reason we don't is because who said the second time you'll have intent? This is the halacha. So therefore, have intent the first time. Realize minimally that you're standing in front of God. That's God telling you that you're, that you're standing in front of God and addressing God. And of course, beyond that, we're supposed to have Pirish Amilus and understand what we're saying. This is what we're, we're saying. This is what Rashi is saying from the Gemara. Says Rashim, you would think that you would finish off the bracha of Avais. Just like you began it, in our parsha it says, the end of that pasuk, and you will be a bracha. We only finished for you, Mogain Avraham. What happened to Yitzchak and Yaakov? It's something unique and specific. The chasima, the sealing of the bracha. What does it mean, the sealing of a bracha? It means the essence of the bracha. We have to come back at the end of the bracha to the real sincere meaning of the bracha. That's the chasima, the bracha. We wrap it all up into a nutshell. What is the, what's the walk away? What, what's the take home point? Mogain Avram, Mogain, shield of Avram. Avram, you are the source. You are the one that has began the whole process. It's with you that we are beginning the 2,000 years of Torah. It's with you that Akash Baruch Hu says, 
I'm making this, this connection with Eretz Yisrael, and that's where you're going to have the blessing and the identity and the genesis of Klal Yisrael. And let's, let's develop this, let's talk about this a little, a little bit more. We know we are entering in the ten Nisyonis of Avram Avinu. According to most opinions, Lech Lecha is the first. Ur Kazdim, according to some Rishonim in, the, in Avais, says that the, when he's thrown into the fiery pit, but the Torah doesn't talk about that. So that's why most Rishonim hold that it's not. Lech Lecha is the first one that's recorded in the Torah. Right? There's a connection, of course, between the ten tests of Ramavinu and the ten sayings with which the world was created. Asara Mamora is Nivru as the Mishnah in the beginning of the fifth chapter of Perkyova says, that the t- many ten things, and of course there are ten Aseras Adibris, the ten commandments. There's a correlation that we find in, in many different sources uh, between the, the, these, all these ten. And some throw in for good measure the ten plagues as well, how that fits in also in a, in a lower, in a different area, but the, the Orgadalio talks about it in his way. But the Aserah the ten sayings with which the world was created, we say it every day in the bracha in the beginning of Sukkot Zimra. Blessed are you who said and made the world to come. Asar Mamar is there, and the, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah tells us that if you count it, it only says nine times Vayoymer. Where's the tenth? So the Gemara says, Bracious Nami Maimer. Bracious Boro Elokim. is also Maimer, but it doesn't say Vayoymer. Why doesn't it say Vayoymer Hashem El? It doesn't say that. Because the creation of... It's, 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 a, it's a famous question. Why it doesn't? But it doesn't. It's sort of left on a hanging, but it's left without a beginning. In the beginning. There was, there was the joke, like if, if a tree falls in the, the forest, like if no one hears it, it happens. There's nothing. There to, was nothing there's to nothing. say, right? There's no beginning, and it, and also the ten nisyonuses of Avram Avinu, it also is. It doesn't say anything about Avram Avinu. We're sort of jumped into Vayem Hashem al Avram. Who? Who? What? We mentioned him before. He was a son of Terach, but who was this Avram that he he merited that God should speak to him? So we find some kind of mystique in the first of the nisyonus as well, and also the Aseres Hadibris. When Hashem says, Anoichi Hashem Elokecha, who? You know, I am God. Introduce yourself. Okay? We'd say, C.S. Mitzrayim was a great introduction, right? And uh, who I am, um, you know, Kriyas Yamsuf is also not bad introduction, right? My resume. But but Anoichi Hashem Elokecha is also, and it's a question, we call it the ten... Aseris Hadibris. It doesn't say that he said anything. Do we and it's a machalikus him whether it is a mitzvah or not. Anoichi Hashem Alakecha, the mitzvah of Emuna. Most Rishonim hold it is a, a, a uh, is it a statement or is it a mitzvah? The Rambam holds it's a mitzvah. Other Rishonim, you know, the question is, is why? 
So we see by all these three things that there's and there's one theme that we can say by all these three things that they are beginnings. They are beginnings. And in the beginning we have to we're creating the we're creating the, the reality. And when we're creating the reality you can't it's hard to introduce it with just mere words. Let's let's explain that a little bit more. <coughs> the parsha in the parsha begins with Avram Avinu, and and there I'm going to make you into a great name. He's seventy-five years old. Now. Yes, he is at this moment. This is his first direct contact. This is the first communication with Akash Baruch Hu. It's a long wait. Yes. But then but then we find mm-hmm. when he came to Eretz Yisrael mm-hmm. the so the says that Vayavor Avram Boretz he went across in the land Ad Mokayim Shechem Ad Eloin Moireh until Eloin Moreh. So Rashi says Eloin Moreh is Shechem and Shechem is the future place where Kodesh Baruch we're going to have Har Grizim and Har Evol and there, Kalal Yisrael are going to accept the oath of the Torah. It's interesting, you know, we, we know that all through Bereshis, and especially with the Ovois, we have a concept called Maisa Ovois Simen Labanim. It's, it's actually the Ramban creates that Yisoyed in this week's Parsha, mm-hmm. that when the Ovois marched their path and forged their path, they were not just doing it for themselves, but they were creating a roadmap for the future. A blueprint. It was a map and a blueprint for the future building to add that the children have a path to to create. Says says the Sipurno That in Pasuk Zion, where it says, Vayera Hashem el Avram, that Hashem revealed himself to Avram Avinu, says the Sipurno, Lo hisakev b'mokam mimeno, he didn't stop traveling, ad shenira elov hokel yizborach, until Hashem revealed himself to him, like, because it was promised in the first Pasik. El Ha'oretz Asher Ar Eka. Ar Eka has the word in it, Yira, Re'iya. That it wasn't enough, Hashem telling him, by Yoimar Hashem al that I can talk to you outside of Eretz Yisrael, I can speak to you, but you won't have a vision, you won't have the, 
the true nature of a, being a prophet, of having that inner connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, only through, through Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is going to be the, the glue and the medium that is going to create that connection for all times with Kal Yisrael. And this is really the reason why Eretz Yisrael is such a central part of our tefillos. It always has been. It's our hope and it's our dream, not just for the redemption aspect of it, but it is always and truly always our point of entry, our point of connection with the Kodesh Baruch That happened with Avram Avinu. Before we go on, the Maisa Av of Sim Labanim, in regards to, and this is the first test, Lech Lecha, means he's telling us there's times when you have to leave, uh, it's not a mitzvah, the Arisa, but it's the, you, you have to leave your current settings Correct. Right. So take his lead. If he can leave his, uh, you know, he's, he's dishonoring his father. Right. It's time you dishonor your father. You say I have to go. Right. Because so your father's father the wrong dead. guy. Well, that's what it says. Rashi points out mm-hmm. his father really didn't die till five years later. But uh. the Torah doesn't want to leave it hanging mm-hmm. that he left his old old father and left. Mm-hmm. So for the people who don't look into Chazal, mm-hmm. they'll say, Oh, his father died. Okay, now he can move on. But really, his father was still alive. And it was the time for him to move on to be to have the a, a new beginning of of himself and to build. But it's interesting that Hashem put him in this most decrepit environment first, and then says leave. Right. He wasn't right. in a nice uh, from home. Right. There weren't nice from homes at the time. There were not nice from homes. Right. But that's the, so. It's only in Eretz Yisrael where he began to have Vayera Hashem El Avram. Where he had a vision, v'izgalei, the Targumunkla says, and he revealed himself. He was revealed. He revealed himself. And this is the this is going to be the nature of what we what we're beginning um, understanding about what Avram Avinu created and why we, even though we say elokei Avraham, elokei Yitzchak, elokei Yaakov, he started a pattern of. Of, of growth through himself and continue with the Avais, but it was very difficult. Very different, and it boils down to Mogin Avram. Avram Avinu was the one who forged and is created, is the shield and the source of everything. And we say that, we said that today in the Slichas. Right? It's something we say all, the, all every Slichas that we say. Zocharti is Brisi Yaakov, Evas Brisi Yitzchak, Evas Brisi Avraham, Eskor, we go backwards. The Haaretz Eskor. We remember Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because Eretz Yisrael, as we see in our Parsha, is the, is the place and the conduit through which HaKash Baruch Hu will communicate and create the, the Maila of Avraham Avinu. Eretz Yisrael is the place of the Ovois. They dedicated, they devoted, and they were moiser nefesh for Eretz Yisrael. This is why later on we find that the, the, when the spies came, it was such a grave sin, even worse in some ways than the Egel, which was idolatry, because they didn't want to go into Eretz Yisrael, which was proven to be the conduit for all 
communication and all connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they denied, they didn't want to go into Eretz Yisrael. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't bring himself to pray for them as he prayed for them like, like by the ego, because they defied Eretz Yisrael. They smeared it also. They smeared Eretz Yisrael. And that's what we say here, going up in level, the remembering Eretz Yisrael and our connection with Eretz Yisrael, that's, that's something very, very significant. And this is why the, the mention of, of Eretz Yisrael is always such a central part of our tfilos um, and the longing towards Pisa uh, Yeshua that we uh, we we long for is because we long for that's where we have the connection uh, with with uh, Kodesh Baruch Hu. Just that's the it's easier there outside of Eretz Yisrael. Right, you can get it, right. but it's 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 much right. more difficult. Well, it's it's that's true. Mm-hmm. It's a nice environment, mm-hmm. but in the, in in what we see here in the parsha is that it's it's central. We have to know that all of our connection to to Akershbo is through Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. Even if we're living in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. but connecting ourselves to Eretz Yisrael is mm-hmm. is admitting, is showing that this is the type of connection we want, mm-hmm. not any other pursuit of mm-hmm. connection, spirituality. It's the one that Avram Avinu created and forged mm-hmm. through his lechlech of coming to Eretz Yisrael. You, you understand? And that's right. We're focusing at the that's we, we, face, we face our prayers to Eretz Yisrael to know that this is what we're, not anything else, not being distracted by anything else. And this is, this is why the, um, the first of the Nisyonis is Eretz Yisrael, because that's the beginning. Just like the beginning of is Bracious, we have to know that HaKosh Bochu created the beginning. He created our, our compass. Right? He designed how we, how we, in which direction we should look towards our destination. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Aser Sadibris. Anoichi Hashem is not just, it's more than just a mitzvah of believing Emuna and Akharish Baruchu. It's the whole directional force that everything else will follow. And that's why they have to be more more basic than just number one. It is the and similar to what we say Derecheret's Kodmulatoira, and why the as the brother the Goyin asks. Why Midos are not written explicitly as a mitzvah in the Torah? We have to learn it out from Baalach to Bedrochov. And, and why isn't it a mitzvah? Because they're more basic, says the brother of the Goyen in his Sefer, Malos HaTorah. Because they're more basic. It's Derecheretz Kodmala Torah. You have to be, you have to have a functioning compass in order then you can say, I know, okay, now I know where north is. Now I can tell where east and west and south are. If my compass is not accurate, so then I don't know any direction. That's the first thing we have to know, and that's the that's the anoichi Hashem that we have to we have to know that the the centrality 
of what Amun in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the Metzius of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, then everything else will know what to follow. All the other Ten Commandments can follow. And same thing with Bracious. Bracious is, is more basic and central. So too, the first of the Lech Lecha, we have to know that it's Avram Avinu that connected himself with Eretz Yisrael, and what that means, not just at a geographic point, but as the entry point and the genesis of his relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's what was being created here, and that's the Mogen Avraham. Bechachosmen. Don't get, the, you'll, then you'll never get distracted. You'll know that we're marching forth from the Lech Lecha, that, that commandment. So the Midos, the Graz brothers saying the Midos, really, a lot of it comes from Bracious, the, the yes. book. And he's saying that it is a mitzvah, but we, sh- we, sh- we connect it to walk in his ways. Yes, but it's, more, it's, it's, it's more basic, it's more yeah, fundamental. But a lot of it's coming from Bracious. From Bracious. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is what we find in, towards the end of the Parsha, when Akash Baruch Hu takes Avram Avinu, of course, on his journey, and at the end of the parsha, we find the the bris milah. And Akash Baruch Hu tells Avram Avinu that right, he went through the famous bris Absarim. You know, and many other very insightful and, and instructive stories where he fought for Lot and the, the famous uh, military battle with the four kings and the five kings. And then Avram Avinu came with his, uh, just his uh, small group of people and he battled to get back Lot and what that represents. But after, and then the Brisbane Absarim, when he asked for, how do I know that I'm going to have continuity, and Avram Akashbohu put him to sleep, and gave him the famous promise, I'm going to protect you, and your reward is very great, and and just like you can't count the on page 66, he took him outside, and he said, just like just like you, you can't count the stars, try to count the stars, you can't, ko yezarecha, so will be your children, and Avram Avinu believed, and it was, it was, deemed to him like a great um, merit it was a great righteousness that he believed in then we went through the Brisbane Absarim who promises that we will be slaves in a land that's not ours and we have to understand that why is that part of the blessing he's hearing that we're going to be slaves in a foreign land after that the Torah begins with that Sarai didn't have children, and she gave him Hagar. She gave birth to Hagar gave birth to Yishmael, right? And Yishmael was a source of pain in in for Sarah, Sarai at that point, and she sent him away. And then Akash brought him back in, brought her back into the home. And Akash Baruch promises that yes, Yishmael will be also blessed with a great nation. And then Avram, the Torah begins on page seventy-two, Parak Yud Zayin, Vahi Avram ben Tishim 
ותשע שנים. Avraham Avinu was 99 years old. And Akash Baruch tells him, it's time. Ani Kel Shakai, which always refers to that Akash Baruch is now beginning a new dimension of, of growth and greatness. And we could say that what he promised Avraham Avinu, Va'agad lo shemecha, will make your name great, which we also take out the message that in order to become great, you have to leave your comfort zone, right? And that's leaving leave your home and your father's home and your place of birth where you feel comfort, comfort and leave it and now you will grow. Here is another uh, intersection where he says, now you have to take the ball and, and take it to the new level. His halech lefanei Walk in front of me and become complete. And I'm going to give you my, my covenant, my bris. And he tells him this mitzvah. The first mitzvah that Avram Avinu had, the first mitzvah that he got was the, to have the bris milah. That on eighth day, you will, you will circumcise all male people that come from you. Avraham didn't have any children yet, except Yishmael. And Yishmael was, was beyond eight days. So who was he talking to? It was part of the promise that I'm, going to, I'm about to give you children. But before I give you children, and not only did you have to be in Eretz Yisrael, but you have to be circumcised. You have to have the bris, the connection, the commun- the, this connection. Not only is it enough to be in Eretz Yisrael, but... I would say that the bris that, that we circumcise our children at eight days old creates the Eretz Yisrael in our bodies. You hear? I'll say it again. This, the, the bris that a, a father, a Jewish father, does for his son is creating the dimension of Eretz Yisrael, of the covenant, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu began by taking him from Lech Lecha out of Chutz Loretz, out of all of the distractions, all of the limitations, and brought him to Eretz Yisrael, well, he will be able to connect on all levels as that individual can, as HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants the Jewish people to connect with him, and that can only happen in Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is not just a geographic place, but it's also a the bond that connects Klal Yisrael with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's, the bris represents that. The circumcision that we do, and that's, that's, I just want, let's develop that a little bit more. But this is the, this is the Yisrael. And now he tells, and, and you will have to circumcise all of the pe- members of your household. And of course, Yishmoel, you also sat, circumcise. But, now we have to do some housekeeping. We have to change Sarai's name to Sarah. You know, change of name. I know the you know after COVID, there's a lot of uh, backup in the you know in the agencies. You have to put it in. He's giving him time to do that. Okay, do the fast track. 
pay a little bit more, make sure it happens, so, no more sarai, sara. Okay, the hay comes in and replaces the yud. What happens to the yud? Okay, we know that went to Yoshua later on, which, which is the person who brought us into Eretz Yisrael. No, no small coincidence. coincidence, right? Okay, the hay is what created the world, the yud hay, and the, the hay created the world. The yud represents Yoshua, is 10, it represents Eretz Yisrael. It's the smallest of the of the letters, represents the Olam Haba, Eretz Yisrael, Yoshua that brought us into Eretz Yisrael. Okay, that's it. Now, he says, 100 years old, I'm going to do this to myself. And Kodesh uh, says, yes, you can, and you also are going to change your name. You're going to change your name from Avram to Avraham. Right? And, of course, we know way back, the Balatur already tells us in the, in the beginning of Bracious, Perak Bey's one of the, f- the f- first psukim after Shabbos, it says that, that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, he says in Perak Bey's Eila told us Hashemayim V'Oretz on page 10. Eila told us Hashemayim V'Oretz Behi Barah the word Bihibaram has a small hay in the Torah. Pasuk Dalad. Ela told us Bihibaram, a small hay. In the Torah it says a small hay. Says the Balaturim, these are the Oisias Be'avraham. Bihibaram are the letters that that mixed differently spell out Be'avraham. That the, there will be a new beginning when Avram will be created, when he will be given the name Avraham, that's going to be another beginning, another genesis of the world. Bihibaram. Rashi has other drushes for that small hay, but the Balaturim brings it from Chazal. Bihibaram is Oisias be Avraham. Avraham is now we're creating a new beginning. We have <clears throat> Avram and Sarai. Now Sarai is Sora. Right? The, uh, they're coming in, they're in Eretz Yisrael. Now they need the last piece of Bris Mila. He became Avraham. He took Yishmol, his, his, uh, his son, and all the males of the and he circumcised them all. Yitzchak wasn't born yet. So the first one to get, maybe that's where the custom comes, that uh, when, you, when you want to become a moyal, you practice on Arabs. <laughs> huh? Not bad, okay? I'm just, just, uh, I, 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 I didn't see that in the safer, just But... Um, the Arab got the first one. That's the Kiddush. But then Yishmol was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Now listen to the in the in the in the um, ceremony that we all do when we, if we're Zaycha to I had five girls first, then I was Zaycha to three boys. So boy did I pray. Right? For a boy after five girls, because Brah was kind, gave me three. Three wonderful right. sons. But when you do the bris, 
There's a whole ceremony. The moil comes and let's find it in the sitter. It's before it should be around benching. Yeah. Before benching on page ninety-nine. Huh? Interesting. Uh, Ramavi was 99 when he had the Grismila and the arts growths on page 99. 99. Okay, also, no coincidence. I'm not saying that they have Ruach HaKadosh arts scroll. Many people will say that, but I'm not going to say that right now. So the Moyal says, and we say this, the Moyal says this sometimes, he says it under his breath. When he comes in, he says so many things during the days, you don't know what he's, what he's saying. And then it says, he makes a bracha. Shekhar and Soisi make very fast. The he's holding the, the mila and everybody is, is anticipating. Page 99. Alhamila. It's a different. Alhamila. Then the father bumbling, you know, for, for, uh, sure, first-time father blumbles through the, the bracha, he gives him a page, or he has a sitter or something. Boom. Boom. And everybody screams out, We all, we've been there hundreds of times. Why? What is that bracha all about? Avram Avinu was not even a Jew. We have the mitzvah of Mila in Parshas Tazria. That's, that's where the mitzvah is, is listed. The Sefer Achinuch has it in, in Parshas Lachlacha, but it, it, it's a mitzvah that was given to us on Har Sinai. Why do we say Lachnisa Bevisa Shel Avram Avinu, and we don't say that by any other mitzvah? This is not my question. This is a question that the Orach Hashulchan in in Yerdeya in Hilchas Mila, Reish Samach Hay, on page Kuf Chav Aleph in Reish Samach Hay, Ois Dalid. He asks this question, what is the nature of this bracha? Early commentaries ask, ma, ma bracha zu ma tiva. What is the is this bracha? When do we ever say two brachas on one mitzvah? We say alamila. Mm-hmm. They have the similar question on Birchas Hatoira. How do we have three brachas on one mitzvah? Why we lost and What's going on here? We, it's it's a question. We only have usually one bracha. So 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 says. So he brings that since it was it was given to Avram Avinu. That it's the first of the mitzvahs that a father has to do for his son, as the. Mishnah Kedushin says in the end of the first parak, or middle of the first parak. Um, and this is the first one, that's why, that's why we're saying it. But he says, and, and it's even more qu- <coughs> questionable, <coughs> because when do we make this bracha? He said, Alamila, he cuts. 
Then we say, It's a bracha on the priya, where he reveals, peels back the foreskin, whatever's left, what's allowed to be remaining, and pulls it, and, and, and that's, what, that's what he does with his, he says, so it's, you're saying, this is the bracha on the mila, and this is the bracha on the priya. Wow, it sounds very lumdish. But one problem is, Avram Avinu was not commanded in Priya. He was not. No, he was only commanded. That didn't happen until in the time of, of, of by Matan Torah. So, how can you say that's Lachnisa Bevrisa? That wasn't the bris of Avram Avinu. It didn't have Priya. So says the 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 Or Hashulchanias Daiti. This different reason. What is this about making a bris on the eighth day? The baby's potter mitzvahs. Wait till it's bar mitzvah. Right? And and not, not only that he <coughs> choose to do the, the mitzvah, but but he he'll be his mitzvah. It is his mitzvah. You're doing it to his body. It's dangerous. That's why we don't do it till the eighth day, because until the eighth day it's not the blood isn't settled and it will be a danger. Why don't you do it on the first day or the second day? Or you want to do it in the hospitals and we vehemently don't, because it's not a mitzvah if you do circumcision in the hospitals, like many people get done, because you're already there why not, surgery. come back to the it's surgery, you know so says, the, says he says that the pshat is we're not just doing a mitzvah here, it's not the mitzvah of bris mila is a mitzvah the father has to do to his son through this mitzvah, the child is now entering the sanctity of Klal Yisrael. He is now connected. That's the conduit. That is, this is his Eretz Yisrael. This is his, his I'm reading from the Orach HaShulchan. As fast as possible, the first moment, really should be done at birth. But we can't. Too dangerous. The first possible is the eighth day. Do it, because a Jew can't be without that connection. This is what it means. Lachnisa bevrisa shel Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu was the first one that was that entered into Klal Yisrael, because he became Klal Yisrael. How? Because Lech Lecha, because Baruch brought him into Eretz Yisrael, and Vayera Love Hashem and Hashem revealed Himself in Eretz Yisrael, and ultimately gave him the Bris Mila, and he became the Avraham. There was no separation between when he had the name Avraham and having a bris milah. That's what it means. Make your name great. What do you mean make your name great? He wanted people to know him. He should have followers on Facebook. How many? He, need, he needed like a hole in the head. But is directly connected with the bris milah. That's Lachnisa Bevrisa Shal Avram Avinu. Just like the ultimate revelation, the ultimate, when Avram Avinu became 
the the Av Hamoin Goyim, he became the the father of of Klal Yisrael, was when he had the Brismila and he was called Avraham. That's why we don't give a name before the Brismila. What's the name? People look at you like crazy. What's the name? I can't tell. Birth certificate. You don't know what to write. It's a whole thing. You know, <laughs> they go the right baby there, and and then have to change it later. We don't give a name. Why? Because the name has to come with the brismila. Because the brismila is the entrance of kedusha Israel. The Beis Halevian Parshas Lech Lecha says this. These this is the two mitzvahs of mila and priya. Mila is cutting away the Tumah that exists in humanity, in the frailty of man, and that's why the ice is at the, in the organ of reproduction of our Yetzirah. And the Priya represents the unveiling potential Kedusha. That's how the Beis Alevi in this week's Parsha says it. And, and some want to say that's, that is the two brachas, Alamila is I cutting myself away from and Priyam revealing within myself the inner Tachas Kanfe Ashkina as the that he's coming to Kedushas Klal Yisrael. And that's what he's that's the that's and, and we find by Avram Avinu in this Brismila, he's demonstrating that he has many roles. Avram Avinu did Brismila on Yishmael, that was at 13. That's one type of influence. It was his father. It was his son. Right? That's why the, the, the Arabs do at 13, they do brismila. But it's not kedushas anything. It's just a lineage. They connect themselves to Avram Avinu. They come from Avram Avinu. He did it, so that's what they do. It. It's not the, entering any kedusha. But Avram Avinu had that aspect. He was the father of Ha'av Hamoin Goyim. He was the father of humanity. Every gear. What do they call you? said, Yamoid Ben Avram. That's your that's always your entrance point to Klal Yisrael for all eternity. Through that bris mila. Gear has to have a bris mila because that's where he connects with Avram Avinu. That's your that's the 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 the, the, the entrance off the off the highway of of life to go so into Eretz Israel. Converts he used to have the bris before the conversion? Yes. Or? Before the conversion, and then he, he's usually they call him Ben Avram Avinu. That's what you write on the on the Ksuba, or that's what you write, Ben Avram Avinu. Okay, it's you know, Ben Avram, you don't say Avinu, you call him up, you don't want to embarrass him. Uh, but that's the entrance point for a convert. Why? Because that was his entrance point, the Bris Mila. And that's Lachnisa La Brisa Shal Avram Avinu. And that's what it means. That's what he means, says the Archashulchan, that Avram Avinu had many different roles as this father for Yishmael and for all nations, but he, it was for Klal Yisrael, that was unique. That was on the eighth day. That has to be simultaneously with being born. And the eighth day is the first time as close to birth as you can do it. And that's Fagad Lashemach. That's when you get, we get the name. Shmuel doesn't get kedusha. No, he gets. He, gets he has. Kedusha. He has bracha. Mm-hmm. He had bracha from bringing the seed of Avram Avinu. There's no doubt about it. 
B'nai Ktura had certain responsibilities and, and they were the Zerah Avram, but not Klal Yisrael. They weren't part of that lineage of Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, the promise of Lech Lecha Me'artzah Ve'eskel Godol. That's Elokei Avraham. That's only us. We're the only ones who hold the sitter and say Elokei Avraham, which is Eskel Godol, and Elokei Yitzchak Va'gadosh. That's only us. And that's what we're saying at the bris. And then he takes it a step further. When we go to the bris, we say another bracha. After they do the bris, and everything, they take the cup of wine, bari priyagofen, and make another bracha. That you have sanctified your beloved, you did, friend, friend, mi betan, from womb. What is this bracha? asks the the, 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 the Orcha Shulchan. What's the title at the end of it? From and and the and it's a statute. Bishairoy mm-hmm. in the in the closest of relatives. Sha'ir mm-hmm. Bosar is the is this closest of relatives. Mm-hmm. We're one one flesh. The Tetzaov and in his and in the offspring, Chosam Ba'is Bris Kaidish. What is that brach all about? Says the Archashulchan in, in, in the paragraph Yud Zayin. So he asks, what, what is this, what is this bracha all about? This bracha, where does he say, what does he say, hold on a second. It says, this bracha is, is saying, it's a shevach and a hoidah and a tefillah. That just like we, we, we brought our child into this, this connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through what HaKadosh Baruch Hu laid out for Avram Avinu. So we hope and pray that this should be the, the, for this child as well. But the Hachnisa Gravisa Shal Avram Avinu you know, he says that's why we all scream out "Kishem Shenichnas Labris," because we're not just talking about the Bris Miller. We're talking about all the opportunities that have now been opened up for this child, and in the same way that that he that he was brought into the Bris Miller that opened up also that all of his mitzvahs and all of his connection should should be a beginning of a life of connection. But, but I, I want to say that that the bris mila for Avram Avinu was 
just like for Avram Avinu, he couldn't have done it without bringing him in Eretz Yisrael. The culmination of it couldn't have been done till he got the name Avraham. And so too, we reenact that. Every time we give a bris to our children on the eighth day, is because we want to say that without our personal Eretz Yisrael, without our personal connection, without our personal bris, we also can have a connection. And that's what we're reenacting when we give a bris milah, and when we're, we're making the bracha of la'achnisa b'vrisa shel Avraham Avinu, like the, like the, uh, like the Or HaShulchan says, and that's why at the end of the, of the ceremony, we say, hoidu l'asham ki toiv ki li'oilam chasta. You see that on the, um, End of this bracha, Shakirishi did be beten. And the naming, after giving the name, we say, Hoidu Lashem Kitoy Kiloilam Chastoy. Says the Meforshim in the Shulchan Aruch in Yoradea that this is referring to the gift of Eretz Yisrael. What, what, what does that have to do with the Brismila? That, that's the Meforshim say, Hoidu Lashem, that Kashbro gave us Eretz Yisrael, which is called Eretz Hatoiv. What does it have to do with the bris milah? Now we see it has everything to do with the bris milah. Mm-hmm. Because Avram Avinu, Akashbohu told him, your connection to me will only be through Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. It's not a geographic point. Of course, it's wonderful. We have a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. It's wonderful for a person to live in Eretz Yisrael. It's wonderful. Great. But Eretz Yisrael is a, is a channel to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's the portal. It's our, it's our portal. It's a way we plug in. Mm-hmm. And we do that through our tefillahs constantly. Mm-hmm. Every tefillah, we, we have so many tefillahs that talk about how we long for going to Eretz Yisrael, living in Eretz Yisrael, having back Eretz Yisrael. This is the This is the bris. This is, has everything to do with the bris. Going to a bris is the hope and prayer <laughs> to every child that he will have and find his portal, his connection, and utilize it, develop it, maximize its potential. That's and there, Eretzisrael is is central to that thing. It, it, it sounds like this is the beginning of his kedusha of the kedusha. Right. Like this is the beginning of kedusha right Absol- here. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Interesting. And this is this is what this is what the, the, the priya is, yeah. is in, in Zuri is in right. Tazria. That that's un, that's unveiling the. Kedusha on the Yavim in the first in creation, like that. We're saying now you, the Priya is unveiling the Kedusha. Right. Give it, there was not Kedusha for man until this moment. Sounds like right. That's that's very it was, it's gigantic. Was, right. It's it's gigantic. gigantic. Okay. Have a good Shabbos. <laughs> Have a good Shabbos.